This series is entitled, It's Not Me, It's You, and it's about cultivating true intimacy with others, particularly in romantic partnership. And the title is to point out that we often find fault with our partners instead of ourselves. See, relationship in my experience is never a relationship between two people. There are so many more dynamics of relationship going on. One example, in my wife and I's relationship, there's how her and I get along, but there's also how I get along with myself getting along with my wife, and how my wife getting along with herself is getting along with me. I don't think there is a relationship between two, but I do think there can be a relationship of oneness, where we truly come together in intimacy, in unity, uniqueness, in the sacrament of connection. It's an interesting paradox with relationships. Relationships are the very thing that can cause me to most restrict myself, and at the same time, relationships are also the medium in which I find I have been able to most express myself. I would not be who I am without my relationships. And yet I find this to be true in all relationships, but romantic relationships in particular, that we so often express ourselves fully or repress ourselves so extremely based upon how we perceive the state of our relationship. Do you agree? Relationship going well? I am going well, laughing, warmth, spooning. But when relationship is not going well, my wife says something critical about me or just something comes up, I'm cold, I'm pissy, I avoid physical touch. My partner pulls away and I'm angry about that, but it's really myself who's pulled away. Not long ago, my wife and I took our daughter to the Children's Museum. My wife is so good with kids and I don't have much playground experience and follow my daughter everywhere. Later on, my wife makes the comment that if you just let the baby be, she'll find much more to explore than I myself will. She was just making a statement of wisdom, but I took it as a direct attack on my parenting. Now, why did I do that? Did I have to do that with my wife? No, it's all to do with me. My buttons, my fear about not being a good dad, my upbringing and not wanting to be criticized or dismissed if I was sharing a problem. For many of us, our relationships are an endless cycle of generally the same problem over and over again. I'm not promising you that you can stop that, but you can increase your self-awareness in a way that you can be more conscious in how you respond when this kind of stuff comes up. Relationships should be our greatest vessel for self-expression, authenticity, and love, but without self-awareness, they can quickly become counterproductive. When they become that which causes us to hold ourselves back or put on a mask or hide ourselves and build dangerous booby traps around us, hoping our partner will care enough to find us in our hurt, but making it as difficult as possible for them. Here's a good statement to repeat. Who I am is not a result of who you are. One more time. Who I am is not a result of who you are. I know, I know, Celine Dion saying I'm everything I am because you love me, but that's not entirely true. In relationships, there are so many things we can do together, but one is that I cannot make you be you, and you can't make me be me. But with the best of relationships, loving, supportive, listening, holding one another to being our best selves and acceptance of one another just as we are, with that we can create a bonding that does bring our truest self forward. That's what's shared in relationships, and let's get that straight now. That's what a love relationship is. That's what real marriage is. It's not surviving together, keeping the kids fed, the rent paid, and the car running. With shared times of mutual escape, drinking whatever you drink, strolling through your phone, not even acknowledging the other's existence. 
that's not relationship. Our relationship is nurturing. It's listening. It's connection. It's actively loving. And commitment to me is not so much a long list of all the crap you're not supposed to do to maintain the honor of your partner. It's how quick you get back to the relationship from the escapism, the grind, the exits, the fear, the self-repression. I like to think for all the reasons my wife and I are compatible, and for all the ways we are incompatible, one reason we have worked so well together is that she knows how to deal with my crazy. When I'm off, freaking out, withdrawn, in escape mode, she doesn't panic. She trusts I'll get back, and she gives me the space to do that. In other words, my crazy doesn't make her crazy. I wish it was as good with her crazy, which makes me crazy, but I'm working on it. And that's a great example of creating intimacy. It's not asking your partner to not be crazy, but to create the space for them to come back to being sane. Recognizing when your partner is crazy that it's not the whole truth of them. You don't have to attack their crazy or get crazy back, but create space and trust them to come back. And this key to intimacy, holding that space, no matter what is taking place, to come back to loving, to return to listening, to return to a sense of safety, and even sanctuary with one another. When this space is at the heart of your relationship, love is in the driver's seat, and no matter how bumpy, you can truly enjoy the ride.